Welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Spencer. Today, it brings me great joy to introduce you to the other Melanated Gentleman on this podcast. I am Brandon. And my mama named Jordan. And today, we have a couple of shows to discuss. Uh, we will begin today with some Star Wars news. Uh, we will, um, the Melanated Gentleman will review the first few episodes of Obi-Wan. And then we have some of the boys news. The Melanated Gentleman will review the first few episodes of The Boys Season 3. So um, I don't know if we're going to do any news stuff before because this is a lot to cover. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over because I have not watched Obi-Wan. Mm-mm-mm. Me too. Uh, yeah, so I will kind of carry us through the episodes. Spoiler warning, by the way. Spoiler warning go. for get, both yeah, of these. Up, get that up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in the title, but you know how people are. People are weird. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna issue one later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so spoiler warning for Ob One Kenobi. Uh, and so and we'll touch a little news at the end, but uh, essentially, I'll go through pretty quick a uh, rundown of what happened. So Obi Wan Kenobi uh, is the show is set ten years after Revenge of the Sith, right? Um, Darth Vader is 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 created. The Empire is there. Um, Obi Wan is on Tatooine looking after a ten year old Luke, and um, and there's a group called the Inquisitors, and they are hunting Jedi. They're hunting any remaining Jedi out there. And they just they putting them putting them down pretty pretty it easy. Sucks to be, it sucks. It sucks to be a Jedi sometimes in Star Wars. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Yeah. And they they doing them they doing them dirt. And uh, one of the the main person is the main villain is the Inquisitor, and he's like the leader. And then there's Reva, who is kind of part of the Inquisitors, but she's kind of like a another main character, the third uh, sister. Yeah, she's called the third sister. Exactly. Uh, is, that a, and, is that Darth's sister? It is. Yeah, that's and actually, sister. when when you when I first watched the episode, I swear I thought she said Darth's sister. I thought somebody called her and saw rewinded, and it was like third sister. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. No, I mean okay. she literally. Yeah, she okay. literally. Is I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We'll speak on that. Some people aren't. Uh, oh, but oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so essentially, um, like I said. Obi-Wan, he out here uh, working his little job, cutting up meat, uh, feeding his little little donkey thing, whatever that, or camel thing, whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, at the same time, Leia, who's also 10 years old, is on her planet. You know, she's Princess Leia. They're grooming her. She's, she's kind of rambunctious, kind of doing her own thing, not doing the normal stuff, right? Uh, and Bale kind of has to tell her, like, hey, you are who you are. I appreciate that, but you can't just be out here wilding. Uh, and so Leia's in the woods. She's kind of a free thinker, kind of likes to roam, and she's kidnapped by the Inquisitors. And they essentially want to they kidnap her because they know Obi-Wan is out there. And they think if they kidnap Leia, 
that will be one the one and only way they'll be able to get Obi-Wan to kind of come out of his hiding or whatever. And so they do that. Uh, Bale, of course, is like, yo, he's, I'm desperate. Obi-Wan, I need, I need you to go su- save Leia. And Obi-Wan like, oh. is Leia's, Leia's adopted father. father. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's a senator. Yeah. I was, I was just about to say, I don't know who Bale is. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. For the, than, for, the big uh, star, for the big Star Wars fan, he, he they know he was the adoptive father that took over Leia. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Leia. hopefully not Bale Zebub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know who that is. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bale's like, yo, I need, I need help. Can you, you're the only person I can ask to go save uh, Leia. And Obi-Wan's like, yo, I'm busy. I'm already babysitting, like low-key shadow babysitting Luke over here. I can't leave. And Bale's like, yo, like, Leia's just as important as Luke. Like, you need to, we can't have it. You can't lose either one of them. And so Obi-Wan reluctantly leaves, heads out to where he finds out where she is. I try to remember where he found out where she was. Can't remember. Uh, I watched it, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember either. Um, and so kind of the speed, of, he, he saves her. Obi-Wan saves her. Uh, and they escape that planet on a freighter. Like, Reva, actually... Oh, I didn't want to miss this out. Obi-Wan saves uh, Leia, and then Reva is chasing them, trying to, you know, obviously, obviously stop them. And she's the one that tells Obi-Wan that Anakin Skywalker is alive, and he's Darth Vader. And that, that, that's, where, that's where they hooked me. Yeah, exactly. Like, Obi-Wan, to this point, didn't know that. He thought he was dead, yeah. of course, obviously, from Revenge of the Sith. And so, yeah, like he's, Jordan said, like it was a great scene. It was creepy. Reva, the lady who did Reva, I think it was Moses Ingram's her name, the actress, did an outstanding job of like selling that. Like, yeah. uh, Anakin Skywalker's still alive. You didn't know? And stuff like that. So, uh, somehow, some way, Obi Wan escapes on a little freighter. They go to a random planet. They get stopped by stormtroopers. And Tala, is, I think that's her name, Tala, uh, she saves them. She tries to get them tries to uh, get them to a safe place because they're both very valuable. And then, uh, unfortunately, Darth Vader's like, all right, if, if, y'all, if y'all can't handle this, I'm going to go do it myself. So Darth Vader shows up at the planet. Uh, he's looking for Obi-Wan and Leia. And so Obi-Wan's like, all right, I got to get Darth Vader away from Leia. So I'm like, distract him. I'm going to run this way. He'll follow me. And that's what he does. They uh, and Tala tells Leia, like, hey, keep going. I'm gonna go help Obi-Wan because he's facing Darth Vader. This is a wash, by the way. This is a washed Obi-Wan. This ain't back in the day. Yeah, Obi-Wan, oh, yeah, Obi-Wan been out the game 10 years. Yeah, exactly. He don't even know want to use his lifesaver right now. Like, he getting pieced up by like minions out here. Um, and so yeah, uh, Tala's like, Leia, keep going this way. There's a pilot over there, he's gonna help you escape. And Tala, she goes, help uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's getting pieced up by Darth Vader and Obi-Wan's like, um, what have you become? And then Darth Vader says, I've become what you made me, essentially blaming him for why he is the way he is, why he's essentially almost like a robot. Yeah. Um, and the dope, one of the dopest parts, and it's kind of more of the, the most action you'll, we've gotten in the series so far is like Darth Vader like uses the force to pick up Obi-Wan he uses his saber with his other hand, Darth Vader, puts it on the ground to start a fire, and then he drags Obi-Wan through the fire. 
like basically doing what he did, what happened Damn. to him. That's some, yeah. that's some Punisher stuff too. Some man on exactly. fire, some Punisher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some good stuff. It was good. It was good. It was dope. And um, and thankfully, Tala came, saved him. And Darth Vader kind of just let him leave. I don't think he, I think he wanted to make him suffer. So he knows or you can run, but you can't hide, essentially. And so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Tala's helping Obi-Wan uh, get to a safe place and recover. Leia, obviously, is still going to meet the meet the pilot. But then she runs into a dead pilot because Reva has killed the pilot. And now she's about to. That's kind of where it ends. She Reva meets up with Leia and tells her, hey, you need to come with me. So that's that's kind of the end of episode three. Um, obviously, we'll see what happens with episode four. But uh, Jordan, what was your thoughts on like the the episodes so, in general? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, um, so I mean, we're gonna put this out there. I'm not I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. uh, but I was trying to figure out what the point of this show was, and I'm happy. Well, let me start off. I'm happy they did a recap because all the movies. I've seen, I watched them all within a short span. They all run together for me. And so they did a really good job with the recap, you know, for movies that's been like 15 plus years old. Right. Um, so I was trying to figure out, you know, what the point of the show was. And once I found out that Obi-Wan, not Obi-Wan, uh, Anakin is alive and, you know, Obi-Wan finds out that he's alive. I was like, okay, now I get what the show is because when, when Obi-Wan finds out that he's alive, he basically has like almost a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Like he he shook and he didn't know what was going on, um. But also, let me let me ask Spencer. I want to ask Spencer this. All right, Spencer, I text Brandon this. What are your chances? Let's say let's say you're running in the woods. All right, how successful do you think you'll be able to catch a ten year old? You think you think you think you catching a ten year old on feet? Uh, probably. Um, that <laughs> like this 10 year old has no powers that that yeah no, able no to powers and you know she was she's raised pretty pretty would, richly so you know she ain't exercising like that yeah i'd, I'd feel pretty good about my chances to catch a 10 year old <laughs> so i text brennan there was the whole chase in the woods and i was like how are these dudes not catching this 10 year old girl she's not even running that fast at you at the hat i'm like oh. i would have cracked her like i would have called her so fast like the fact that these guys couldn't catch her i will give so my i don't really have a huge issue with it i think the woods one i'll give a little grace because she's been in that woods a lot you know when you've been in like a place like that you know the ins and out you know little skate routes you know where to turn where is a tough you know area to run through i'll get that part but through the city when obi-wan was trying to find was trying to grab her because she was like oh you're with them type of yeah. thing and she was running away that one, I was like, okay, Obi Wan. Like, I know you washed, but come on, come on, it's my like, boy. But, bro, I am a thirty-year-old. I'm probably out here running a, a six-two and a forty. Yeah, I'm, bro, ca- I'm like, catching this ten-year-old. Like, we've all raced our little ne- nieces and nephews, and like had to slow down <laughs> just to make it even competitive. So yeah, I I, under- I understand that nitpick. I get it. Yeah, but besides that, I, I really enjoyed the show. Um, Reva, the third sister. I'm still interested to see what her whole story is because she, you can tell she really wants to please um, Anakin and I'm trying to figure out why and what is she trying to get out of Anakin. And, and I forgot to mention, that's a good point because I forgot to mention the first, the, and this is huge. The very first scene of the entire show is like, I guess, you know, at the end of Revenge of the Sith where like they're killing all the Jedi, all the, all these stormtroopers and clones are killing all the Jedi. 
and there's little kids running away and there's a Jedi who's trying to protect them, but they kill that Jedi. And there's one black girl who says, come on, let's go this way. And like leads the other kids out. And I believe that was her, a younger her, I believe. Mm. Uh, that's what okay. like theories are. That, that yeah, because yeah, she is, she's a Jedi, right? She, she yeah. went dark. Yeah. Yeah, because she uses the force and all that. Yeah. So but, yeah, I'm interested to see what her character, what she's going to bring. Uh, what'd you think about the other episodes so far though? No, I, I really enjoy it. Like, you know me, like I said, I'm a new Star Wars fan. I haven't seen them all yet. Like I'm still in that process. But yeah. I've, I've seen enough, at least in the timeline order, of where this sits 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. I know up to that point everything that's happened. Uh, so, yeah, I, Obi-Wan's my favorite character in Star Wars so far. And so to see a show about him and to see, like, where his mindset is at this time. And like you said, to get, the, get Darth Vader in a show. Like, this is the most... I've seen Darth Vader in a movie, and yeah. you know, since you know the early one. So it's real dope to see that, and like, yeah, I just think they've done a great job. It's highly anticipated. It's the most watched show in Disney. Plus I saw that. I saw that. Had. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, Obi Wan is very like loved. That's a big so, deal. Question: I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all know the answer to this, but how long? We know that this is after episode three. How much time is this before episode four? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I'll say so. It's 10 years after the third one. I think it is. Someone told me at age. Um, it has to be pretty oh, recent because Darth Vader, is, he's becoming Darth Vader right now, right? I don't think I don't think it. I think there's a lengthy gap because think, I think it's like 25 years because think about it. When Luke is seen in episode four, Luke is like an adult, I imagine. 30, I don't know the exact, but I mean, I'm I, guessing I, 30s. Yeah, like I assume he's an adult. And that, that's why I was asking because um, we know that in episode four, uh, Obi-Wan is an old man. Exactly. And that's, so he's going, oh, like, yeah, you're right. You and McGregor are about to take some hard city miles. Yeah, I think I want to say it's in the 20 year mark because, like you said, because I want to say I feel like uh, it's um, well, yeah, I feel like Luke is a young adult in the fourth one, right? I think so too. If he's 10 now, then yeah, Obi Wan, he he takes some hard city miles, yeah. Uh, I want to, yeah, I think you're right. I want to say because, yeah, like I think someone said Obi Wan is 50 something right now. And yeah, like you said, in four, he's in his 70s, at least. Mm. At least, you know, so. Um, at least. Yeah. And that's one issue I do have with the Star Wars universe. Bro, that was the most anticlimactic death in history. Obi-Wan just disappeared. Like, <laughs> Darth Vader just swung a saber at him. Obi-Wan just disappeared. Like, it wasn't like, oh, oh, you know, like, laying on the ground, saying goodbyes. No, it was just like, disappear. I was that's just like. Gone. Yeah. I was like, is he dead? No, I, like, I, <laughs> like, I didn't know. I legit had no clue. I mean, I and back no then, clue. you know, they there were some things they couldn't quite true. make happen. I don't know. It's true. But um, to kind of transition, right? We, we talked about uh, Obi-Wan. We loved it. Um, so far, we'll see how the show ends, right? I think it's six episodes. So oh, that's land. here in a minute then. Yeah. So it got to land this- four, five, and six. This this the halfway. I didn't I didn't know we were already at the halfway for it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so far, it's up there with the Mandalorian. Like, I, I think at the end of it, I think it'll be above Mandalorian, even though Mandalorian has some, you know, is really beloved. But the last thing we'll talk about this is, obviously, we mentioned Reva, the third sister, um, an African-American woman uh, playing a major role in Star Wars. We know Star Wars has a history Star Wars fans have a history. The toxic side of this of that fandom has a history of going after uh, people of color, but also black people. Speaking of that, I had I had one more side question. Okay, is James Earl Jones voicing Darth Vader still? He is, which is Good. also extremely weird. And I don't. I, this is my first time getting that switch. Right, I'm thinking Anakin, but then I hear James Earl Jones. Yeah. So, so I'm you like, see, you see, like I, a skinny white dude, and you hear this this burly black dude yeah, voice. I hear a black man. <laughs> I see, I see how because for people that you know started, they yes. got James Earl Jones first, right? Exactly. But yeah, for, for for you, that's not the case. No, like <laughs> I got a snippet of Anakin, and now I got a black man. Sounded, you know what I mean? I was just like, what? But it isn't. Apparently, it isn't actually James Earl Jones. Like. Actually, voice acting is just they used his voice in a simulation thing. And I guess they did the same thing with Luke. But, oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. But James Earl Jones still getting the bag, still collecting the chip. So that, that was, yeah, that was my question is like, was he replaced? And it sounds like he was not so good. Yeah, I, I think they used his likeness. So they pay him uh, to use that. Um, but yeah, good question. Um, but yeah, Reva, African-American woman, she came out, Moses Ingram, the actress, came out and put a, posted a bunch of DMs that she's received since the shows came out. Basically, they're a bunch of just hate and just racist remarks towards her, saying she's a diversity hire, she's, uh, she won't last long, blah, blah, blah. A bunch of just hateful stuff. A bunch of nonsense, obviously. Yeah, I was, try- I was, trying-, I was trying to find what they actually said. Uh, yeah, it was some, some real racist stuff. Yeah, and um, like... Um, like all the actors had to come out, even Star Wars, which they've never done. Their main like social media accounts came out and like defended her and said, you know, we resist this and stuff and all that. And I guess they haven't done that for prior. And I guess their social media team. I was saying, I wonder is do you think that's because they're with Disney now? That could that's be. a good question. That's a good question. I, I I've heard that their social media team and like the people who run that stuff has changed recently and they're starting to be more upfront about stuff like that where before they would just be quiet don't say anything and the, and the actor will kind of have to it, just survive it's, it sucks though like star wars fans definitely have like a bad rap when it comes to that type of stuff oh like, yeah they're anything that's not like a you know a white straight male yep they're just like nah we don't want it yeah they and i kind of blame george lucas for this but also it was 1970. I mean, still, I mean, it shouldn't matter. The time period shouldn't matter. But when you create a world far, far away, and it's mainly white dudes or an alien we've never seen before, and there's no in between, and you just got Lando just as the only black dude, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's sort of like you kind of set the precedent for this. When none of the heroes, none of the real heroes, or the main characters are black or person of color, but now, now we're adding them in. Like when I watched Force Awakens the other day, you know, obviously every time I looked around, it was a person of color, which is dope. 
But I could, some idiot racist is going to be like, well, they were forced in and, you know, bullshit, you know, so. Yeah. Even even with um, when The Force Awakens came out, like, people hate it. What's, what's the girl's name? Uh, the main? Boy, oh, Ray. They hated Ray. Ray. Yes. Yeah, well, they hated Ray because they Cause felt she like was a woman. woman was, yeah, because she was a woman and they felt like, you yeah. know, she was taking over. Then they hated, uh, you know, John uh, Boyega's characters. Yep. Um because I mean he was black and they, and mm. if I remember right when that movie was coming out everyone thought that Ray was going to become a Jedi yeah and they were really mad at that point where it's like oh we're about to get a, like another black Jedi like people did not like that um yeah. so it's like yeah if it wasn't like a straight white male like nah Star Wars fan ain't about that life it's it's wild because it's like Star Wars is supposed to be the opposite of that but like yeah, you know bro, we live in a, you're in a universe with a green, with green people, yellow yeah. people, purple people, freaking Wookies, people you don't even see their face, and the little, uh, little little dudes with the all black and the red eyes and the brown hood. Look, that's not a terrible at Star Wars, but I think they're Ewoks. I'm probably wrong. Yeah, but no, I know hey, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like, come on, now we can get all of this, and then y'all get mad when you get a black person. Like that's crazy, and it's surprising just because. A, generally speaking, in a nerd space, um, one would assume that racism would be transcended. Um, Agreed. One one would assume. But also, um, there are much older, much more deep racist entrenchment um, nerd spaces that don't seem to have this problem. True, and True. so I'm a little surprised that this is an issue. I mean, as surprised as one can be in these United States, but <laughs> yeah. a little, a little surprised just because I would think that. Now, that's not to say that there is none in like the comic book nerd space, because anytime anything happens, then people will throw out the word pandering, and oh, you yeah. know sometimes. You know, sometimes it can it is. feel that way. But yeah. and sometimes it is. Yeah, but the thing is, if you are I mean, if if you are the minority, then I don't think there's anything wrong with you being represented. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But I can see how people would feel like stuff was being shoved into their faces when it's not something that they're used to. Yeah. But also I, I need you not to have a problem with that. It's but, one of the things where they think they personally own whatever character it is. And as soon mm-hmm. as you change it, they're like, no, we don't want it. Which and, which I understand to an extent. And with comic book characters, it's usually a why are we changing this person who already exists? Yeah. But in this situation, we're bringing in new people. Right. So yeah. What's, what's the problem? Like, this, yeah, which, be, which I do have a problem with sometimes when they change a character. Yeah, like it would I'm be like, different. No, just create a whole new character. <laughs> it would be different if like Luke became a woman. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, that would be wild, bro. And that's but like I'm not saying that I would have a problem with that, but I'm saying that would be more understandable as an issue than here's this brand new person that you've never seen before that you have no history with, and they right. happen to be not a white dude. Like, why is that an issue for you? I just, 
But I mean, I agree. regardless of what happens, somebody's going to be mad because I'm sure that Star Wars got a bunch of hate for having no black people at all from black people or, Thanks. you know, any group of people because Star Wars is mostly just white dudes. Um, so I'm sure that black people are not the only people who said something about it, but I can only speak from this side of things. Yeah. Uh, because like, have it, have y'all watched any Lord of the Rings movies? I have a little bit. All of them in The Hobbit, yeah. I think that there are like two women with speaking roles and the rest of it is white dudes. Like entirely. Right. I mean, now that you mention it, off the top of my head, I only remember the queen who was a woman and I remember she talked. And I yeah. think like, yeah, I think there's like, there are two female speaking parts and, and I'm sure they're, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but um, I'm but also, I can't, I can't I'm remember. not being very hyperbolic at the same time. Like right. there are very few women with speaking parts and I don't remember a single person of color in no, any of that. Oh, now the orcs are like, like people. <laughs> and it's like middle earth is made up. Right. Yeah, middle earth so, is like fucking middle of Ohio. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. So there are other spaces where this is an issue because Lord of the Rings yeah. wasn't that long ago. Yeah, no, for like real. we're talking like we were alive when that started. I mean, if we if we if we here, we might as well talk on Harry Potter. How many black people y'all remember Harry Potter? I mean, true. I mean, yeah, I we're just now getting in spaces, to be honest. Like, yeah, we're um, just now. And so. I mean, I said all of that to say, regardless of what you do, somebody somewhere is going to be mad. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't, I've never understood why the inclusion of anyone or anything is a problem. Problem. Yep. I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. Like, Star Wars, like you said, Star Wars is an extremely old fandom. So, you know, like some of these are. Like, obviously, Marvel's old, but, like, most of these people are in the fandom are relatively new or, like, MCU-era fandom, right? Yeah. So, like, these Star Wars, they have a certain group that is old, that is, you know, grew up with this stuff and, you know, see, like you said, see it a certain way, think they have ownership over this made-up story and that... In in galaxy far far away, there are no other races other yeah. than white people. Yeah, there's yeah, other anywhere. Exactly, like they they belong everywhere. We only belong in certain spaces. Like, doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, yeah. And but, I mean, I will never understand why anyone has a problem with it because, same. like, coming speaking to this as somebody who belongs to a marginalized group. I'm I'm never gonna get why that's an issue. Same. Yeah. Um, I don't like I don't like when it's pandering, but in these cases, like you said, this is just a made up character. They didn't switch it, like you said, they didn't switch it just to you know to check a box. That's really that's really yeah, that's really pandering. If they change a character that already existed just to right. fit a certain category, like that's really pandering. And a like lot of times I'm this. a lot of times I'm pretty okay. Well, at least in the comic book space. Um, a lot of times I'm okay with certain changes to people being made um, as long as it makes sense. 
because the boys actually has a lot of it. Um, there yeah. were a lot of there were a lot of gender swaps and a lot of um, uh, ethnicity swaps and all that. And I mean, they work. Yeah, so, I think I think from my final town, say the biggest one, the biggest change that I, I'll never forgive is the Fantastic Four making Johnny Storm black. I was just, and it was such a bad movie that 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 well, made it worse. The way that 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 movie was just, uh, yeah, that, that that's what made it worse. It was a dumpster like y'all fire. made him black. Yeah, y'all made him black, and then y'all made the story even worse. Yeah, like, like maybe if he was black and he had a good story, I would have forgive it. But mine, mine is Taskmaster, but making making it a woman, and not and not even like sort of the same personality, but she's a woman, but like just retconning all that just well, and that's the thing her her being a woman wasn't an issue for me it was the fact that they wolverine deadpooled her yeah like, like, they, they, like i don't yeah. care if she was a woman but they did a bad job of taskmaster yeah. i yeah, do they, like we don't need like we can just create a character that's a woman like i don't think we need to switch genders just because it's a female-led movie we don't have to make her a woman make taskmaster a woman it doesn't they have should have just be. made her fight the man version, and like that would Thank be even you. better. If, you, if she beats the man, that isn't that more impactful than her beating up a, a silent robot? Like, <laughs> I don't well, know. And man. again, like it being a woman didn't bother me, but the characterization is what was my problem with that. Like, I was, I was pissed. I was furious. I couldn't even. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't I know if I could in. enjoy the movie. Yeah, I was like after movie, I saw I that, I was like, like I, I was just uh, like, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even enjoy the action scenes as as I should have, just because yeah. of that part. But but yeah, essentially, yeah, Star Wars be on that bullshit with their fandom. They need to get it get better. Their sister ain't going nowhere. She's she's doing an outstanding job. Like some people are like, well, I don't like her acting. She's killing it. Like yeah, she she killing it. I don't know what you hate. Like, out here like. Go being ghost racers out here, like relax, like and it's cool if you critique somebody, but it's like, come on, she's doing a great job. Like, come on yeah. now, she's interesting. Yeah. Well, good. I support her. I'm glad that she's, uh, you know, making her way downtown. Yeah. She has making the support of downtown, the walking fast. All right. <laughs> she has the support of the League of Millionaires, gentlemen. That's for sure. That's right. Indeed. Well, next one, next topic. Where we Alrighty. On? So, uh, we are going to review the first three episodes of the Amazon Prime series, The Boys. The uh, Boys! The third season started, and I think it's a great show. Oh, yeah. Uh, there, I'm going to say the phrase, shit is wild, a bunch. So just do not do not watch this around kids because this is not a kid friendly superhero show. Yeah, know that going in. Firstly, I'm going to issue a spoiler warning on the entire The Boys series so far, and potentially some comic books. I don't know that we'll get very into. I've only read the first volume of the comic book. So yeah. that was covering probably like the first eight, uh, first six episodes of season one. So I'm not that far in. Yeah. So we're not we're not going to get very deep into that, but just know that there is a spoiler warning in effect that could potentially get into some of that. Um. So 
I'm going to give uh, as brief a synopsis as I can. Uh, because <laughs> we've got three episodes and there's a lot to cover. So I'm going to be doing a lot of talking. Just know that. Um, Spencer, but, yes. before you go, can I give my thought? I'll give my thoughts after you're done on the episodes that I did watch. Because oh, just for context for people, I'm not, I did not watch The Boys. Uh, if it's not Marvel or DC, Brandon doesn't watch it. It's not true because I just watched Star Wars. Uh, but still, um, comic book wise, <laughs> yeah, comic book wise. Uh, how about that? We're talking about like superhero comic books. I've watched Transformers as comics. I watched a bunch of stuff. That, that, that. Anyway, continue with your thought, Brandon. But okay, I will give my uh, synopsis on the episodes I watched later. But I just want to say for context, I did not watch these, so these guys will be our experts. Alrighty, so this is just going to be a lot of like I'm going to talk. I'm going to explain the episode and then do a like hey what did you think all right boom uh, go cut. oh god um episode one we open to a cinematic adventure featuring a destroyed city in a fictionalized version of stormfront played by Charlize theron who i'm wondering mm, how, mm-hmm. how many how many things is she gonna cameo in at this point um mm-hmm. Uh, She says to Homelander that she wants flawless Aryan babies, and Homelander dramatically responds, no, they'd be monsters like you. Um, They take a shot at Endgame because Homelander is there alone, and she does the whole, you can't defeat me by yourself, and then all the women (laughs) in the Seven show up and say, he's not alone, (laughs) and they uh, pop up. Uh, They took a shot at DC, too, don't worry. Um, (laughs) So the rest of the seven arrive. They start fighting. Uh, It's a movie premiere for a movie called Dawn of the Seven, which is a film by Vought, uh, which is, you know, coming after uh, DC because they're talking about, I think the director's name is Borg, and they're talking about the Borg cut. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, they, they, you know, just relentlessly taking shots at everybody. Um. We are then taken to the red carpet where Huey and Starlight are showing themselves as a public couple. And then we have a montage of Homelander answering questions and defending himself in regards to his relationship with Stormfront, which pretty much boils down to, I am a human and I fell in love with the wrong woman. Uh, Insert weird sex scene here between the director of that movie and Ashley, who's the stressed out VOD employee. Uh, Huey's in the bathroom and he's confronted by Billy Butcher. Uh, he lets Huey know that they have a lead on a soup and they are ready to attack. They just need the green light from him. Huey says, okay, you can infiltrate, but the caveat is only take pictures, no violence. Um, the soup that they're targeting, his name is Termite. He is this world's Ant-Man as far as his powers oh, are concerned. <laughs> um, when they arrive, insert sex scene here, uh, inside of a dollhouse where he's the size of a doll, fucking a doll. Kimiko walks in, uh, there's a lady playing a piano, we hear her singing, and then we find out she's not actually singing, that's just going on in her head. Um, Insert weird sex scene here, but this one we gotta talk about. (laughs) Um, Because this one is wild. So, it's a term, it's termite, and random human man, and Brandon, are you listening to this one? Just just listen to this. After After sniffing some cocaina, uh, Termite (laughs) 
shrinks himself down and literally goes inside of random human man's penis. While he's in there, Termite (laughs) feels a sneeze coming. (laughs) And he cannot hold the sneeze at bay, so he sneezes himself back to normal size and (laughs) in true The Boys fashion, uh, this results in random human being turned into a very bloody pile of crime scene cover-up. <laughs> that was Fr- such such crazy. Uh, Frenchie walks in and sees what happened, and Termite is like, uh, I can't let you leave. So Termite shrinks down and tries to enter Frenchie's body, presumably to turn him into a similar bloody crime scene cover-up. Uh, Termite is thwarted because Billy catches him in a bag filled with cocaina. And shakes him up, causing him to overdose. Uh, We then see Billy playing Connect Four with Ryan, who is the product of Homelander raping Becca. And uh, Ryan tells Billy about the Homelander nightmares he's been having. Uh, Then we see Mother's Milk at his daughter's birthday party, which is very superhero themed. He lets his ex-wife know that for the last year, he has been out of the superhero hunting game and all of that is behind him. However, later we see newspaper clippings and a wall that leads us to believe that he's still doing that. Um, After it is revealed that Termite will face no consequences for what happened, Billy angrily lets Huey know that he's pretty much a Vought lap dog. Uh, We then see Billy at home watching the Flight 37 video where Homelander... Uh, let a bunch of people on an airplane die due to his own negligence. Uh, Stan calls Homelander and Starlight into a meeting to let Starlight know that she will be co-captaining the Seven with Homelander due to her 96% approval rating. Um, He explains that this is what true power is. She will be able to uh, shape things as she sees fit as the co-captain. It goes without saying that Homelander is furious. Uh, Starlight tells uh, Huey about how this would be a really good opportunity for her to be a role model because for millions of little girls to see for the first time a woman co-captain of the seven would be monumental uh homelander is just not okay uh and we see this in his interaction with a train he basically calls a train a fat ass and when a train cusses him out under his breath homelander hears him and essentially says I will kill you with no hesitation should the situation arise. So you watch your fucking mouth is pretty much what he says. Um, then um, we see Stan talking to the U.S. secretary. Oh, wait, no, no. Before that. Well, these events may not be in order. So know that going in. Uh, we see Homelander visiting Stormfront, who's alive uh, in real bad shape but alive (laughs) and he uh starts telling her about how unhappy he is with the situation insert awkward unfinished sex scene here and (laughs) a little little handy yeah um and uh so then uh uh we see Stan talking to the U.S. Secretary of Defense, uh, telling him about V-24, which is a variation of Compound V that will give temporary superpowers. So a normal person can take it, be powered for 24 hours, and he's trying to get it into the military's hands. Then we see Queen Maeve meet up with Billy. She gives him information about Soldier Boy, who's, from what I can tell, a Captain America-ish style yeah. 
person, but he's in the same conversation as Homelander as far as how powerful he is. Um, yeah. And he's a part of a group called Payback, which I'm sure you know what that's a nod to. Um, but he's a superhero who died in the 80s um, under a nuclear reactor. Um, it is likely that that's a cover-up and something else actually killed him. Uh, the idea being that whatever killed Soldier Boy would potentially be able to kill Homelander as well. Uh, we also She also leaves billy some of the temporary soup juice um billy is about to pour it down the drain but then he's visited by homelander billy and homelander have a conversation that pretty much says hey we're both in a really shitty situation and it's not great so after that conversation billy does not get rid of the temporary soup juice um and then we see huey kind of living his best life huey got a peloton bike <laughs> he's uh he's living a life uh, yeah yeah he's he's making uh protein shakes in the morning he's uh got the girl yeah he's got his girlfriend got her opening jars for him like he's he goes to work and he got haters like he would <laughs> doing well um so then we see a guy um in the office saying that he knows newman and he wants to speak to her but he's calling her nadia um, he's then removed by security, but after work, he catches her outside and they meet in an alley and talk and Huey follows them, uh, covertly. And this guy pretty much says, or Nadia, which we know her name, but we know her as Newman, but, uh, she basically does the whole, like, you can't call me Nadia anymore thing. And he says, you need to use your platform to reveal wrongs that have occurred and so she, you know, working for Vought, uh, needs to get rid of him. So she starts using her powers on him. But before she can finish, we find out that he's a suit because he pushes the shit out of her. And they start squabbling. Unfortunately for him, he receives the full extent of her power, which, as we know, is blowing up people and body parts and stuff. Um, so she uses the full extent and turns him into a bloody pile of crime scene cover-up. And so now Huey has come to this realization that she's the head popper and his genjutsu is released. <laughs> genjutsu, Naruto reference. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know what genjutsu is, it's pretty much a ninja technique that puts its victims in an illusion. So Huey now Ooh. sees how rigged the game is and how popular or how powerful Vought is. And that is the end of episode one. Wild shit, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm really interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see why Brandon, what Brandon was about to say about this series, because this series is fucking insane and fucking amazing. Shit is wild, Brandon. Yeah, and, and I know you have said, I feel like on more than one occasion, you don't like, uh, like being wild just for the sake of being wild. Mm-hmm. And I see why you feel like this is that because shit is wild. <laughs> shit, wild. Yeah, yeah that, that very first episode of season one. Yeah, when wild. when A Train turned Huey's yeah. girlfriend. Well, that, wait, wait, wait. Did Brandon see that? Did you get the, Did you even get to that part, Brandon? Yeah, yeah. That, okay, that's how okay. it opens. Like, yeah, okay. First episode. I had to make sure. Yeah, like that. That that's how you're introduced to what I would consider in the boys' fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Once I saw that, I was like, ah, "Okay, 
Like I, I kind of knew something was coming because I had always heard about like the first episode is on Wawa. And then to see it, I was like, ah, got it. Um, yeah. I mean, do you want me to get my thoughts on the yeah, first three I, episodes? I, I want to hear your thoughts. And, and for context, the first episode, we see A-Train like run through someone at full speed and Hugh is just stuck holding her hand, which is fucking insane to see. Yeah, she ba- she gets turned into a bloody pile of crime scene cover-up and um, he, he just left holding the hand. Severed arms. Yeah. She got plowed through by a superhero. So, yeah. yeah, let me hear your thoughts first, Brandon, before we go into this episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan. Uh, I get the... the uh, interest i get why people like it i get it this is definitely this, there's definitely a segment of the fandom superhero fandom for shows like this like i definitely understand people who want like darker and more like that's, that's how i know that's how i know you ain't watched the show that's how i know you're not into the story just no just I, I, I am the story. I, okay, okay, I, okay, okay. I get what it is it's a more realized version of superheroes like i get it okay, like, I, okay. I get the pitch you know what I mean? You ain't got it. Ain't that complicated? Yeah, I know it's probably a good story, but I know like the premise is, you know, just a more realized version of superheroes, which I get it. Personally, not my jam. Uh, <laughs> not my jam. But I mean, I'm not against giving it more of a try. But so far, I understand it has a lot of shock value, a lot of like things where you're like. Like, what is going on? I got, you know, some stuff you just don't see on TV like that. Uh, on TV shows, anyways. Especially superhero TV shows. But, yeah, me personally, maybe I'm a little, I don't know. I just like my superheroes a different way. But that's oh, what I, I like my superheroes. Old-fashioned, the old great fashion. American way. I just don't, you know what I mean? I don't need the, the extremely realistic version of superheroes. But you I understand the truth, Brandon. It's, it's all right. You can't handle the truth. The truth it's all made up. <laughs> you mean it's, it's, it's all it's made the up? Tr- it's, it's, the, it's the truth, man. I see. I see you can't well, handle it. It's, it's okay. Everyone has their niche. Um, right. And if Brandon likes to separate fantasy and reality, that's understandable. Because sometimes when it's too realistic, that can, you know, take away from it. Um, Mm. I Mm -hmm. like the fact that it's incredibly realistic because it speaks to a lot of the issues that really exist with capitalism. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it's, uh, it's wild what this giant corporation gets away with and how accurate that kind of is. And Amazon, how it kind of sheds a light on like, Oh my God. Like this is uh this is weirdly accurate for what things would probably be like. But it takes the superhero idea and turns it on its head. And honestly, in my opinion, it I don't want to say normalizes, but it gives us a more realistic idea of what people on this earth would be like if there were superpowers. True. Yeah. Because quite honestly, if you gave everyone if everyone on earth was given their own universe where they had superman's abilities 
mm-hmm. I can guarantee like 90% of those worlds would be a tyrannical reign. Absolutely. Or a scorched earth or whatever. But a lot of them would probably, you know, depending on the situation they're in, uh, would fall in line with what the illusion they're trying to create would be. Right. Yeah. Uh, because um, Homelander is, you know, an awful person. <laughs> I say let's 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 get into that. Let's get into the episode in episode one. Okay. Um, There's a lot that first scene, a lot of content. That first scene where the little Ant Man goes into that dude's pee hole and sneezes. That was a what the fuck? Yeah, like that was insane. <laughs> Shit was wild. <laughs> um, it was wild. Uh, I, I knew I had a pretty good idea that that's what was gonna happen. Um, whenever, I mean, whenever he said the whole, "I want you in me," yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't think he was gonna go that way i thought he was going to go the other way yeah but i knew when he said that i knew that that's how it was going to end i yeah i think I once, a, once he went inside i figured it out too yeah like one once once he went in i was like oh he's gonna somehow he's gonna get to normal size and kill this man uh i didn't yeah. know how it was gonna happen but i knew it was going to happen and yeah it was um it was it was wild. I knew that there was going to be uh, a wild open scene. Know, there's always there's always got to be in the boys' fashion, just a body that is turned into a puddle. Which I can say also, um, just from reading the first volume, uh, if you think the ad- adaptation of the show is wild, the comic is even wilder than this. Which is which is I didn't think it would be crazy, but yeah, episode one, it's like season one. I read through like that whole thing and the comic was even crazier. Like there was no filters at all. Um, and just to see it live action was was really nice. Uh, you know who Man, I feel I bad say, for though? Who's that? Is uh MM, Mother's Milk. Yeah. Man, I feel bad for him. He's just, he's just trying to live a normal life and Billy yeah, he just, just he just, he just always figure out how to get him back. Yeah. MM I, is a black dude, Brandon. He's he's the black dude of the group. I don't know if you got right. if you got around to meeting him yet. Um he has a family and everything. He has a daughter. He wants to do the right thing. He wants to be there for his daughter. But the superhero life just keeps bringing him back in. The problem is, for him, it's personal because uh, his yeah, family was killed. Out. Oh. And so, by, the Captain, by this Captain America dude, which is yeah. this is pretty funny. We uh, Did you ever watch Supernatural, Brandon? I did, and I wanted to. But I heard, okay. it, I heard it was good. Uh, he, well, the guy, um, Jensen Eccles, uh, he also voices uh, is a is it, uh, yeah, the Red Hood. Is it one of the he plays? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the name. He's one of the brothers on Supernatural, but yeah. he plays um the Captain America. Look, what's the name again? Soldier uh, Boy. Yeah, Soldier Boy. He plays Soldier Boy. And so it's, I, I like and it's I like hilarious Soldier Boy. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Like, and I'm I'm very careful to say Soldier Boy because yeah, Soldier because I don't want it to be confused <laughs> with Soldier. <laughs> We're all familiar with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so I thought that the first, and it, again, I like the story, even outside of the absurd violence that I'm also completely here for. 
Um, I the story like, is really good. Yeah. Like, I like the story that is being told. I like Huey. Huey's a really great character, man. I agree. Like uh, I, I just like his character. He he's also just like one of those scare people. Like he he also just wants a normal life. But Billy, once again, Billy is an asshole, dude. Like Billy is not the guy you want to be around. He just brings out the worst in people. Yeah. There are a lot of people who just want, like Kimiko, she just wants normal shit. Yeah. She doesn't want all this mess. But yeah, it's um, a lot, a lot, a lot happening. Um, I enjoyed the first episode. Um, should I go ahead and get into two? Yeah. Okay. Again, these events may or may not be out of order. Um, we don't see what happens. Uh, this episode opens with a Vought feature film. I think it's a feature film about the Deep, who is their Aquaman, um, and his experiences with the cult that he joined. Uh, you may remember, would you like a fresca uh, <laughs> from the earlier seasons? Um, they cut to an ad about Homelander's birthday extravaganza. Uh, Billy goes to see Mother's Milk, who is less than happy to see him, uh, for information about Soldier Boy. Mother's Milk is worried that continuing to ex- obsess over this, um, he will not have time for his daughter. He will do what his father did to him, which is, you know, die over a desk trying to, you know, uh, take down the establishment and he will forsake his living children. Um, so he does not want to do that. He wants to break that cycle, but um, he does give Billy a folder of information on gunpowder. Gunpowder is soldier boys sidekick. And I'm guessing like a the winter Punisher. soldier slash bullseye dead shot. Kind of. I was, I was getting kind of a Punisher vibe as well. Well, and the reason I'm thinking bullseye and Deadshot is because of the scene that we talk about here in a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, And, of course, he's a member of the group called Payback, which is the boy's answer to the Avengers. Um, And then later we see Mother's Milk break down in front of his daughter, uh, after which he reveals to his ex-wife that he's beginning to obsess over the things ever since Billy, you know, showed up and all that and she suggests that he return to billy and uh work this out so that it can be over and done with uh frenchie and kimiko go to vat's version of disneyland which i don't remember what it's called i want to just call it Vatland. anyway yeah would you do that uh <laughs> where they attended um a musical that was about soldier boy uh so that they could talk to his girlfriend crimson countess who has the ability to control fire, but is aesthetically a Scarlet Witch clone. Uh, yeah. Like, she can throw fireballs, which look like Scarlet Witch throwing her balls, and then she wears red and all that. Um, but uh, they interrogate her backstage, but she escapes. There's a very short fight. Uh, she ends up using her powers and turns an innocent man in a Homelander costume into a bloody crime scene cover-up. Then... Uh, Billy goes to a convention, uh, a firearms convention, where Gunpowder is, you know, speaking and ranting about things. And uh, he brings up to Gunpowder allegations about Soldier Boy assaulting him in his youth. Uh, He denies these allegations and later on in a parking lot, Gunpowder attempts to murder Billy. Uh, He does shoot him in like a weird like he bounces he sees 
Billy in a mirror and then he like shoots a bullet that bounces off a bunch of shit and hits Billy like in his face. Um, he shoots Billy in the leg, but Billy does get away. Um, yeah, he shoots Billy, Billy gets away. Then uh, Huey recalls hearing something about Red River during the discussion between Newman and uh, the guy that she, you know, murdered. And Starlight looks into it and they find out that Red River is a group home for uh, orphaned super children. Starlight told Huey not to do anything without her, but he did anyway. So he shows up, starts asking questions. They recognize him, and he covers by saying that he's wanting to adopt a child with Starlight. Uh, Huey steals their information from their computer, and they find photos of Newman having killed somebody. And they also find out that Stan adopted her on behalf of Vault, on behalf of Vaught, and she was pretty much raised by Stan. So the conspiracy goes deeper and deeper into this giant corrupt organization. Um, so he goes to work and Newman starts asking him about the man that was calling him Nadia. And she's obviously suspicious. And luckily Starlight shows up and covers for him by claiming that they were having a fight. And then they have a fight in front of her and she leaves. Uh, then later, uh, Billy sits down and watches a video that Ryan sent him, which features Becca's voice over some Lego characters. And it's just, an adorable video like it's refreshing in all of this bullshit that's happening yeah. uh, so billy calls huey and basically says sorry mate you're right and then um <laughs> huey is like no you were right uh so billy tells huey you were right we need to leave this behind she just really messed up and then huey's like no no, Newman's the head popper. I've been working for her this whole time. I feel like a fool. You were right. We need to do this your way. So Billy, with this new revelation, goes and sees Gunpowder again. And of course, Gunpowder shoots him. We think he dies, but he's on the temporary soup juice. So what we find out is the temporary soup juice gives you like a light Superman package so it comes with heat vision, it comes with super strength, and it comes with um, super durability, as the bullets did not really hurt him at all. So he interrogates him, and Gunpowder lets him know, or he confirms that Soldier Boy did not die in a nuclear explosion. He also reveals that Mallory was involved, and then Gunpowder is turned into a bloody crime scene cover-up. At the rehearsal for the birthday extravaganza. Um, Homelander tries to do this thing where he makes Starlight sing in a like Marilyn Monroe style way to exploit her. And she's like, no, we're not doing that. And then <laughs> Stan backs her up and is like, no, we're not doing that. So that works out. Um, and then A-Train tries to rebrand by emphasizing that he's a black man and he wants to push a video game about the slave trade. Um, this rebranding hmm. was denied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a dumbass deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, then, you know, in standard, like, four appearances, Homelander tries to stop a young woman from committing suicide. She's standing up on a ledge and she's like, I'm going to jump. And then, you know, Homelander shows up and is like, you have so much to live for. You know, there's a Superman story that I'm pretty sure Brandon referenced in an earlier episode about mm -hmm. this. And then 
uh, we see a news story that Stormfront killed herself. Which I'm still curious how she even did that in her condition. Like they said it and I was just like, that well, doesn't they, make sense still. They said that she bit her tongue off. I don't know how if biting your you. tongue off would kill you unless you choked yeah. on it. I feel like you bleed out. But also it's like she was she's in the hospital. Like she has doctors. I'm sure there's doctors around there. Like I, I don't know. They said she killed herself. I was just like, what? I didn't know that you would produce enough blood to bleed out from your tongue. I've heard it being used before someone I can't remember where I was watching, but they were like, I'm gonna cut your tongue off and it'll bleed out. But I don't well, remember. I've, I've heard of cutting people's tongues out, but I thought that they would have to live with no tongue because you know, I thought Maybe that people's tongues being cut out was like a you were talking too much situation. Right. I think if you get help quick enough, you might be able to, I don't know. Okay. I I just didn't know because like if you get a finger cut off, like I don't think you'll bleed out. It's gonna suck and you'll need to cover it eventually. But right. I I would figure I wouldn't figure you bleed out. Either way, that's something we can research later. Evidently she bit her tongue off and died. Yeah. And after she did that, uh, Homelander pretty much compared himself to God and said, I am the only man in the sky. And he made that girl jump to her death. Yeah, that was definitely like a Superman speech, too. Yeah. Um, so then <laughs> we uh, we jump to Homelander's birthday celebration. Um, A-Train debuts his new suit, but that's like the smallest of worries. Uh, because then... When Homelander and Starlight are on stage, one of the audience members shouts, hey, your Nazi lover died. And Starlight tries to, you know, get it back and, you know, do the everybody deserves a second chance. And that's why Homelander has decided to donate to this charity, you know, trying to get the crowd to, you know, be cool with what just happened. And Homelander was like, no, 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 we're not doing that. And he shuts all that down and goes on a rant about how he doesn't make mistakes. He's better than everyone else and pretty much... Uh, <laughs> confirms his own supremacy and says i am the real hero you people are garbage he, he spoke his real thoughts there and, and is, people loved it that's how the episode ended and it's so funny because in an earlier scene he mentions i can't wait for people to see the real me and that's what's happening yep so uh second episode not as much wild shit. Uh, more storytelling here. Is it was this the episode two with the deep? Is this the one where he was having sex with a girl and the octopus was right there? Or is that episode? I think three? that happens in the third one. I oh, okay okay yeah. <laughs> I think that happens in the third one. And I actually uh, I'll I'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the deep though. That so, Brandon. This is this is their version of Aquaman, but this is a very flawed Aquaman. Yeah. In the beginning, so like he basically like He's sexually assaults. Person. Yeah, sexual assaults. Starlight. Who, who? Yeah, but who? What character could you compare it to? Like, she's her, she's kind of her own about? thing. Uh, That's what I was like, thinking I mean, too. She, because. What I understand her powers to be is she siphons off electricity and then uses it as bursts of light or projectiles. So I think that's right. Like I don't know who I could compare her to. I was like, yeah, because I mean, each each of the members is basically like 
almost like the Justice League. Like, so they have the Aquaman, they have the Wonder Woman, you know, as Maeve, uh, obviously Superman as Homelander, Black Noir is basically Batman, and A-Train is basically... Um, the Flash. The Flash. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have that Invisible Dude, but anyway. But translucent. Yeah, that was pretty wild what happened to him. But uh, yeah, the deep, so basically... He pile of crime scene cover-up. Yeah, real bad. So this episode, we get the deep back and... You know, we found out that obviously Starlight does not want him on the team because he basically like sexually assaulted her in the first few episodes, uh, season one. Um, but to see him back and just see his life like over these past couple seasons, like his life is just going down the drain until he joins like the coat and everything. Yeah, and he's actually doing a lot better now. Um and we'll we'll kind of we'll get into a little bit of that. Yeah, that's more third episode. And also A Train this episode is funny. Like he talk he talks about he wants to get back to his roots about being black. Yeah, um, and that's he another thing. His costume. He, yeah, he has a he has a discussion with his brother. Um and A Train pretty much reveals like I can't I shouldn't run because I could run and nothing happen, or I could run and my heart explode. Yeah. So that's why he's quote unquote getting fat because he's still maintaining his caloric intake as a speedster, but isn't doing the running to, you know, metabolize. Yeah. So there was a point where, uh, you know, because Homelander has x ray vision and Homelander pretty much says, I can see your girdle, you fat fuck. <laughs> uh, like, oh my god <laughs> yeah he's like going in on a train going and, in uh, on him like he is a train in the deep him. i feel so bad for them i, I um, will say i did see something where aquaman fans are sending them hate or something because you know obviously yeah. they're comparing him well and the reason the reason that i disagree with that is because these are all like parodies of the people and they're yeah, yeah, like yeah. Superman fans should be pissed. If anybody should be pissed. Yeah. For right. Um, so I think that Aquaman fans kind of like stay ready. Yeah. They do defensive. Like, they're defensive. Of, man. I mean, he's basically, yeah. they're making fun of him. Like, yeah. They I mean, make fun of uh, the deep the entire time, but I mean, it's the same way how like Nicki Minaj fans are like ready to fight at all times. True. I feel like Aquaman fans are ready to go like they're they're ready to go hard for Aquaman. And I think this is just that because everyone everywhere makes fun of Aquaman. And so they have to stay ready. But Aquaman is not the only one being attacked here. I will say he might be he might be being attacked with the most vigor. Right. Right. uh, Because, yeah, they made the deep a terrible person. Yeah, like he, he, he is he is very easy to hate he, he in real life he would definitely be counseled day one of the super rape reveals. somebody right yeah he did he uh he yeah, assaulted. Assaulted. yeah he's he's yeah. a terrible dude and um and they try he to was... make you feel kind of bad for him like later on but i mean he's, he's an <laughs> awful person and it's just it's just such funny scenes when him when he tries to do the right thing because you know obviously he can talk to animals so there's a like a season two with the whole dolphin situation. He's like best friends with this dolphin, and they was like basically like kill his best friend, and that happens all the time to him. Like when we get to episode three, we'll talk about what happens. We're gonna to talk about that. Friends. Yeah, it's pretty, um, it's pretty bad. Um, 
But yeah, um, the second episode, uh, like I, I just I enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, Quick before before going into it, I just looked it up. Starlight is based on uh, Supergirl and Star Girl in DC. Uh, I don't know who Star Girl is. Star Girl has a show on. Uh, yeah, I think it's canceled, but yeah. Yeah, or she had a show. I know nothing about Stargirl. Um, she was in based on Justice her look, society. Based on her look, yes. Yeah, I can see the look. I don't think Powers. Yeah, she Power- has like a staff. Stargirl has like a staff or whatever. But I don't think because at first I thought that she had kind of jubilee like powers because yeah. whenever we I was saw more Starlight of, uh, do stuff, we'd see like sparks. But then when more I, Dazzler. Yeah, and I'm not familiar enough with Dazzler to know. Dazzler, she emits light out of her hands just like that. That's why she's like the big 70s disco person because she emits all the lights like the disco ball. Yeah, and so that's, I mean, as far as the power she has, it's kind of more like that. But I mean, she's also got like, I think all of the superheroes have super strength. Like, I think that just comes with being a superhero. Yeah, Yeah, starter starter package. Yeah, Yeah, starter pack. Yeah. Yes. I mean, not... In not in in all comic books, not everybody has super strength, but I think in this world, like compound V comes with super strength. Because uh, yeah. like if A Train didn't have super strength, then he would have also turned into a puddle when he ran into old girl. Or True. if uh termite didn't also have super strength, it would have he wouldn't have just been able to burst through uh random human. Which yeah, say a penis, bro. It was it was wild. Yeah, it like was, he it was wild. Um, I mean, even when even when Billy like putting him in that bag of cocaine and shaking him up and basically overdosed him, you're just like, damn, that who like, th- who thinks of that? Like who thinks of that? That's why I really I really need to read the comic because I want to see how that how that went out in the comic. Yeah, shout out to the writers, man. That's crazy. Because yeah, I, mean, I want to know in- these writers' mental state. Well, they work for Amazon. That's their mental state. <laughs> uh, let me see. Also, because I know if, that, like with Star, uh, with Stormfront, for example, in the comic books, I think the boys ended up because Stormfront is a dude in the comic books, and I think the boys, uh, pretty relentlessly or pretty mercilessly kill Stormfront. But in this, Stormfront was a woman who committed suicide. So there, mm. there are some changes. That have been made. Uh, matter of fact, I think that uh, Newman is a man also in the comic books. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I think his name is Victor. But I was going to say, also, while we're on the comics, uh, Brandon, you ever seen Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead? No. It was, um, I, I can't think of the guy's real name, but he's also in the show, The Boys. He's uh, a dad. No, no, he's Huey's dad, but oh yeah, yeah, the dude from Hot Fuzz, yeah, the dude yeah. from Hot Fuzz. Uh, this comic, Huey is actually based on him. Like the way Huey looks in the comic is based on the dude in real life. Oh, okay, um, I'm trying to think of the dude's name. It'll come to me in a minute, but yeah, that's that's who that's who the comic is based off of. It's like he's he's, he's, is the boys independent? Yeah, si- independent Simon Pig. Yeah, the boys is independent. I guess we should have mentioned that too. I mean, obviously we've been talking about it, but the boys is is, is a comic book series before it was a TV show. Um, I don't even know who. Can't remember off the top of my head who the creator is. Um, but yeah, 
Yeah, it's created by yeah. it was created by Wildstorm and Dynamite, uh, yeah. created by Garth Enix, um, Ennis. Sorry, not Enix, Ennis. Um, he's so, worked with DC, Marvel, all the people. Yeah, I feel like Amazon does a good job of doing independent comics. Yeah, because Invincible is uh, right. boy oh boy. Exactly. Yeah, that's another one I'm waiting on to come back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm that season two need to come on. Yeah, I know. Need to hurry up. Um. Okay, so episode three. Uh, we are given a flashback of Starlight as a child during her pageant days, and she is singing a rendition of Hit Me Baby One More Time because she's, you know, in performance mode. She tells her mom that she's in pain, and her mom basically says, power through it, smile, keep it together, and don't let anybody see you. Uh, Pain is just weakness leaving the body type shit. Um, So Starlight performs, and... We see her clench her fist behind her back. That's where her pain is, but she's smiling up front for everybody. Uh, keep that in mind because we see that clenched fist again. That's just how that's how she handles it. So she is sacrificing her own like well-being for her mother at this point. Now, um, then we see Ashley letting Homelander know because the last thing we saw... Homelander basically went on a rant saying, I'm better than all of you. Hail Homelander. And <laughs> his uh, his approval rating went up with uh, white men between the ages of 21 and 40 in the Midwest or whatever. Uh, or the sense. Rust Belt. The Rust Belt. That's what they said. Um, so Homelander's you know popularity went up 21 points. And then she also mentioned, but it also went down with communities of color and people that are educated. <laughs> just saying. Just I'm, real familiar. I'm, real only familiar. Ju- I'm only just saying. But uh <laughs> Homelander then decides, oh, now that I have uh my powers back, uh let me go ahead and uh fuck some more shit up. So he decides to bring the deep back into the seven. Uh of course, Starlight is not cool with that, and is basically like, all right, give us the room. And then says, do you want me to release the Flight 37 video? Which and we know for the Flight 37. So yeah, is, for uh, context, you know, Flight 37, yeah. Homelander video, and Maeve. Yeah, you got it. Homelander and Queen Maeve uh, were sent to stop a plane hijacking. Uh, they kill the hijackers, but Homelander fries the plane's navigation system so they can't fly the plane. And Homelander decides... They're going to let the plane crash because there's there's no saving everybody as far as he's concerned. And Queen Maeve is like, no, we can definitely save these people. And <laughs> Homelander's like, no, no, we're not doing that. We're just going to let these people die. And the, that all was caught on video. Basically, yeah. Homelander saying, everybody back the fuck up or I will burn all of you right now. Yeah. Um, so he and Queen so Maeve black, get off the plane. Blackmail. And then, you know, he does the whole, um, you know, it's a tragedy. If they would let us in the military, then we wouldn't have these problems. So his own negligence caused the death of all of these people on this plane. And he uses that to spearhead his own Vought agenda. So they've been holding that over his head as blackmail for a while. Maeve and Starlight have. 
and you know billy butcher's got the video too so starlight basically says do you want me to show this video and he says do it (laughs) if i lose my reputation i will have nothing to lose so i will burn all this shit to the ground i would prefer to be loved but being feared is perfectly fine with me so yeah if you want to go ahead and uh you want to go ahead and release that go ahead i'll start with the white house I'll go I'll then go I'll, then I'll shut down the Pentagon. I'll shut down all the news outlets. I will burn down New York and Maeve's bumfuck hometown just for funsies. Like he yeah, he basically yeah. says like he's losing his shit right there. Yeah, he's like he, he basically tells her go ahead and do it. So all of her leverage is gone. And the video is now a non-factor. With that being the case, Starlight is like I want to leave for my own safety and my own sanity. And Huey tells her, nope, I need you to tough it out because we need to find the weapon to kill Homelander and we need you to stay in there to like keep appearances and keep an eye on him and make sure everything is good and all that. Um, So to decide who will be the newest member of the seven, there's this reality competition going on and the winner will be added to the seven it comes down to supersonic who is an ex-boyfriend of starlight and two non-white women who homelander doesn't want because you know nazis (laughs) and um so at the event you know they let it be known that supersonic won they bring the deep back and then on national television homelander says that he and starlight are in love Now, initially, she's in shock, and she is able to push all that down, say, let's do another take, and on the second take, she leans into this shit, and she kisses him when, you know, he says that for the character, and we then see that clenched fist behind her, so she took one for the team on that, she took one for the boys, because I know that was rough right um we again these events may not be in order uh we have random sex scene with the deep and his wife and during this sex scene there's an (laughs) octopus on the glass of the aquarium that they have and um the deep is talking to this octopus while inside (laughs) of his wife and it's weird yeah and then oh, he says he says something about what do you he call he said he i'm paraphrasing but he says something to the effect of what are you gonna do jack me off with all of your arms and yeah his she, wife, and she's his like, wife is like what? all of my arms yeah <laughs> <laughs> what um so later oh man homelander has the deep and his wife for a dinner and homelander does a complete seafood platter yeah remember the deep can talk to see can talk yeah. to you know the life in the water so the these deep. are just like all all things he knows They're eating yeah. lobster out here fish so the deep can talk like, to any sea creature and he yeah. is just watching Ashley and Homelander just go to town on some lobster. And you know, with lobster and crab, you gotta like crack shit open and she's slurping. Yeah, like they were just 
going in on this seafood. And then, mind, so he's not he's not eating. So his dish yeah. hasn't come out yet. Obviously, he's not eating. So then Homelander's like, oh, but we made something special for you. He lifts up the little uh, plate thing, and it is that same octopus. Yeah. And Homelander's like, here's your meal. And the octopus is alive. Yeah, mind you that. He's like, if, and if you want to be on a team, you have yeah. to eat it. If you want to be on the team, you're going to eat this octopus. And he's like, he has kids. And the deep, <laughs> yeah, the deep was like, he is praying right now. Like, this is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he, he, has, he has kids at home. Yeah, he doesn't want me. And then his wife sends a text. It's like, eat the goddamn octopus. Because <laughs> his wife, she's she's about business. Um, yeah. So she's, she's like, money. no, we're we're getting we're getting you into the seven. Everything's gonna be fine. Eat the octopus. Um, I ain't saying shit gold digger. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's like, he has kids, and Homelander's like, you're gonna do it. And then he like starts to put him up to his mouth, and he's like, I'm so sorry. And then he's like, he's oh, praying God. right now, he's praying for his life. <laughs> Please don't make me just do this. Like, like crunches down on him, and yeah, you just see the ink him, just like splat all over his face and everything. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was ugly. And Homeland uh, was just smiling. And was like, see, that wasn't yeah, that bad. See, yeah, wasn't that a delicacy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Huey and Mother's Milk uh, rejoin the boys, and they go visit Mallory to discuss what happened to Soldier Boy, because as we heard earlier, uh, gunpowder. Let it be known that Mallory was involved. We find out that uh, President Ronald Reagan commissioned a secret operation um, in the name of fighting communism uh, to get money for weapons. It was Mallory's job to import cocaine into the United States. And it was specifically mentioned to send this cocaine to minority neighborhoods uh for the mission aka the crack epidemic yeah you know reagan Mm -hmm. so uh the superhero team payback uh was sent in to assist with the mission mallory quickly saw that this was going to be a huge problem and they were going to jeopardize the mission because they were idiots um a young stan shows up and pretty much says um vaught has a contract with the government so you're going to need to make this work um and the dude who played Young Stan did a great job, in my opinion. Um, yeah. We also see some stuff with Black Noir, who's a black dude who's like, I want to show my face. And Stan is like, you don't want to do that. Um, I promise it's not in your best interest to show your face. So he's like, I'm going to not wear my mask anyway. And, and I'm going to just do it. So then... Um, their location is compromised because the superheroes are idiots and they get attacked um, by the enemy forces. It is a shit show. Uh, Mallory lost a bunch of men. Soldier Boy was killed and his body was taken. And even though this was Vault's fault, Vought's fault, they pretty much got immunity. In this shit show, uh, Black Noir's face is terribly maimed. And so he puts his mask back on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he it, wears. So, it and also, this is forever. this is the same because Black Noir doesn't talk, right? Yeah, it's like in the first. Okay, so this is the reason why he doesn't talk. Yeah, like I think that he, like we can see, like his head has a big gash in it, 
So yeah. it's very possible that like his ability to speak was also removed during Got this it. whole situation. Like he is injured. And so yeah. I, I wasn't sure if he couldn't talk or if he just didn't talk because I think Kimiko just took a vow of silence. Yeah, but she, she did. But is capable of can. talking. I think that his ability to speak is gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he we now know why he wears a mask and why he doesn't talk, why he's pretty much snake eyes uh from the G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. Um so yeah, um Vought gets immunity, and of course, you know, Mallory's like, well, that's bullshit. So I hate them now. And um, so Billy starts to feel some of the side effects from the temporary soup juice. A lot of vomiting. Um, evidently, his blood smells weird. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan is the only one uh, who can smell that his blood smells weird. But uh, yeah, a lot of vomiting uh, that we see. Yeah, I'll say the scene between him and Yui. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mallory reveals that um, she didn't tell Billy about it because she knew that if Billy knew about it, he was going to find it. He was going to try to kill Homelander and then he wasn't going to stop. He was going to, you know, come after all of them if he had the capabilities of doing that. And so then Billy angrily leaves and pretty much tells Billy, like, or pretty much tells Ryan, I don't want to see you again. And, you know, Ryan is pissed off and he does the whole I hate you thing. And we'll talk about, you know, that in a minute. Uh, Frenchie, meanwhile, visits uh, or he is visited by his uh, old boss, whose name is Little Nina, who offers him a job. He declines, of course. But whenever he tells Billy about the meeting with Little Nina, who is Russian, uh, Billy wants to set up a meeting with Little Nina because Little Nina can get them to Russia to find this weapon. So Frenchie begrudgingly agrees, but he knows that asking her for a favor is probably going to result in him having to do a job for her later. But he agrees, and we end with the episode there. So. I'll say, yeah, how you want to start? Because I, I, I want to start with uh, Soldier Boy. Um yeah, we kind of mentioned it earlier. He's definitely like the Captain America, but an asshole. Yep. Which uh, is he's he's basically like Homelander. Yeah, like he's you know a a douchebag, and he's he's hitting on Mallory the whole time, and Mallory's like, "You're a fucking idiot." Like he he does the whole like, "You should smile more." I bet your smile's real pretty. Like he's that kind of uh, yeah bag of dicks. And, um, <laughs> So, yeah, he's, I mean, he's an awful dude, and it's weird seeing Supernatural be that way, but, you know, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, the the whole group of them are just idiots, and there's a guy who is, I think his name is Swato, and he's oh, got... Oh, yeah, the little fly dude. <laughs> yeah, he's got bug wings. And he keeps flying up into the air, and that's how their position becomes available to the enemy. Yeah, she's like, quit flying in the air. Like, we're in the middle of a war. You're flying directly in the air. The enemy's going to see you. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, it's Vought's fault that this is happening. Um, But, you know, they get immunity. So, 
Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think for this season, like I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to where the story is going uh, with this season, especially with uh, mothers. I'm really interested in the mother's milk situation. Like I want to see his history with Soldier Boy, and we've seen a little bit of it because I think that we get a flashback of Soldier Boy going to, like, killing his father or maybe his grandfather in a. Uh, I think we get a flashback of that in season two because I feel like I remember seeing hmm. what happened to Mother's Milk's family by Soldier Boy. And I feel like it was, I feel like Stormfront also may have been involved. I can't completely remember. Um, okay. I should have, I should have done homework before watching this season. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested because. I think that the re- I think that the reference Homelander made to the White House is going to show up. I I really feel like there's going to come a time later where Homelander shows up at the White House and is ready to ruin everybody's day. Yeah. Or something like that. I'm I'm under the impression that we're watching Homelander unravel into his true self and he's starting to care less and less about what Humanity. people think of him because the only thing that really matters to homelander is the perception people have of him um yeah the love of his fans and he's starting to figure either he doesn't care about these little people or there are people who are going to be on his true side because i think that stormfront showed him no there's a group of people who will love me if i'm myself and it's those those tiki uh, tiki torch carrying dudes in the cargo shorts in real life. <laughs> Correct. Um, there's because there's somebody for everybody. Yeah. And so you know, Homelander being the awful person that he is, uh, there are still going to be people who love him for everything that he is. And so, yeah, I wonder what Huey is going to say when he sees the whole Homelander and Starlight in this new televised oh, relationship yeah. thing. Not that he, he can do anything, but yeah, like yeah. he's going to flip out. Also, uh, I forgot to mention while Billy and Huey are talking, um, Billy definitely vomits green ooze on Huey's face. Oh, and it was about to be such a great speech too. Like they were definitely having like a good yeah, bonding they were having moment. A, they were having a great moment. Huey was uh, laying down some wisdom. It was about to be a great monologue and then just bleh. Yeah. Uh, and, for, and for Billy to start using powers as well is just like you're turning into something that you've been hunting this whole time. Yeah, but he's doing it quote unquote for the greater good. Yeah. I wonder how because, the others going to feel about that though. Because they find out. Also, in the conversation between Billy and Homelander that happened in the first episode, um, Homelander mentions, like, I would love, wouldn't you just love to have just a one-on-one duel and the last man standing walks away? Like, wouldn't you just love to do that? And... A little foreshadowing. Yeah, a little foreshadowing, because, of course, he's speaking hypothetically, but now that's uh, that's on the table. Yeah. If If Billy got the temporary soup juice... So, um, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to, uh, there's a lot to see because I am wanting to know what's going to happen with Newman because that's, uh, we found that was the 
ending of uh, season two where we found out that she was the one who was exploding these heads and that was a revelation like i my mind was blown that it was her because i was like okay uh we got aoc in here doing good <laughs> things wrong yeah uh i'm pretty sure she's based on aoc like if i had to guess she's got to be based on aoc but who's uh, aoc um <laughs> you don't you don't know who you've never, you've on, never heard of no oh Oh, uh, y'all, y'all about to do me like this? Yeah, or... yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, we are. You don't. Oh, so... Andre, is it Alexandria something Cortez? Is that her? So you're just not gonna read it? You're not even gonna, you're not even gonna try to say it. I mean, I don't even know how to say a middle name. Uh... Definitely Googled it. Yeah, I Googled Bro, it. I did not Google it. That was off the top of my head. Top of my head. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Is that, is that who it is? You, you come but up also, you have, to, you, have to, you, have to, you have to think about this too. That the comic, well, I guess in that mouth got they changed his character. Yeah, because he was um, he was a dude in the comic books. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Never heard of AOC. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> you know, that's this is not that kind of podcast, so that's okay. It's, it's fun. Yeah, see. But uh also you should probably know who AOC is. Well, in my in my neighborhood, we didn't call her AOC, we just call her Alexandria. Oh, okay. That's, that's we, was on first, we, was on, we was on first name basis around here. Oh, okay. Your lies are so bad. They're really bad. Um, and you know what? That's that, <laughs> again, this isn't that kind of podcast. That's okay. It's fine. But Mm-mm-mm. I'm 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 not very much a political guy. Um, but I okay. If any of you also didn't know who AOC was, um, you know, you can feel free to uh, let Jordan know that he is not alone. Those, we, don't, we don't use acronyms. That's, okay. That's what it is. I'm sure. Touched on my area of contact, you know, that's, a, that's another acronym with AOC. He literally just Googled AOC and saw what <laughs> came up. I'm surprised that was the first thing that popped up. Like, I really thought, like, I literally just Googled AOC, and that's the first thing. Yeah, that popped she's up. just one of the more popular people in the world. So, we do. Or at least really? in these United States. Uh, but, yeah, that's hilarious. Anyway, uh, I'm sure I can guarantee somebody is going to say something about the fact that you had not even the slightest clue. <laughs> Bro, I don't use acronyms. That's that's what that's what that's, it is. That's man. what yeah, that's what it was. Okay. That's Let me guess y'all, y'all out here calling Barack Obama BO, huh? Like yeah, Bro, it's not for BO, everybody. It? It's obviously her name is is her name hyphenated? I believe so. Yeah, that's kind of the see how you how you didn't even know how you didn't even know that. Well, I've I seen it. I've seen AOC so many times that no one actually says her full name because she's so famous that you don't have to. So yeah, like who she thinks she is? What she thinks she's uh was it Sai? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sia? No, that's what it is, Sia. You know, she, she on she on a first name basis. That's it. She's like Beyonce, huh? Just first name only. Yeah, you'll see. Anyway, yeah, it's literally not the case. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Some people say cucumbers taste better pickled. Like, y'all, y'all didn't get that Dave Chappelle what, reference? What? Okay. Oh my god! No, I didn't. This guy, cool, man. I've been, I've been on my rewatch. It's fine. 
<laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to the season. Brandon needs to watch more of the boys. Uh, the story is great. There is a lot happening, and it is um, it's 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 interesting. I'm again, I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of stuff I can't wait on. Um, I am here for all of the you know absurd levels of violence but also um i like the story that's being told i think it's weirdly accurate and because we don't have to worry about superheroes it's not scary but because we do have to worry about giant corporations and their immense levels of power and corruption it's super scary uh, Spencer, so, there are super, there are superheroes out here. Spencer, come on now. The local police, the fire department, the EMTs—they are superheroes. I have, have to recognize. I have no objection calling them heroes, but I will not call them superheroes. Hey, we, we don't even know. There could be superheroes out here. We just don't know about it. The government cover-up, conspiracy theories. Oh, we need to have a conspiracy theory episode. That'd be crazy, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, that would be crazy. Uh, and that that <laughs> might get into some stuff we don't need to. <laughs> no thanks. Like we can do, we can do some cartoon conspiracy theories. I'm all about that. But, you're, not, you're not about like, the real world conspiracy theories. I don't believe in them. But I, I like hearing them though. It's not that I'm not about it. It's that I don't know that this is the platform for that. Like we could talk about if people ask for it, then okay. Uh, you know. We'll we'll give the people what they want. Cartoon bro. conspiracy episode coming. Throwing it out there yeah. right now. Yeah, cartoon conspiracies we can one hundred percent do because I'm all about those. Um, and those those the, some of those are like wild, but and and a lot of them are like this was a real life story, but this is what really happened, and it's really trifling. But they made like a children's cartoon based on that. And oh, the so thing is, all of Disney. It's it's really possible because when you listen to any nursery rhyme, all of the origins are awful. Yeah, for real. Like Ring Around the Rosie. Look I up remember the learning origins about that. I remember Ring Around the Rosie. Like <laughs> or like the baby in the treetop, and then the bow breaks and all the shit falls. Down will come baby cradle and all. Like, no, I'm not singing that shit to my kids. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Well, anything else we want to say about the boys? Um, Brandon, do you plan on ever? Um, well, or or does it depend it's, it's on how this first season goes? <laughs> no, I, I I may get to it, but I just have is it as you know, there's a bunch of content out there, and it's just it's oh. not on my priority list. Oh, there are too I, many shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for now, I will say no, but I might I might get it. Oh, we, before we got here, too, I don't think we ever mentioned off podcast, off air, me and Brandon had a bet. We had a deal. And if the deal was if I was to watch Superman and Lois, mm-hmm. uh, one episode, he only gave me one episode, or was it three? It might have been one. I watched three. Oh, okay. So it was three. And, you know, yeah. he would watch the boys three episodes. So I, yeah, I, 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 paid, I paid my debt. You're right. I finished the whole season of Superman and Lois. So I just yeah, thought it out there. 10 times. 10 times. Show, but it's fine. Oh man! Oh yeah, we're not gonna go into that. I can't speak on that because I haven't watched Superman and Lois, but I have a feeling that that's not true. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not true. 
it's, it's, it's fine though, Brandon. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Any, anything else we want to say about it, Spencer? I don't think so. Uh, I recommend it if you haven't watched The Boys. Um, now, again, you need to be prepared for high levels of violence, a lot of profanity, um, and like absurdly graphic content uh, as far as sex scenes as well as, um, you know, people dying. So if you are prepared for that, then, you know, cool. You can watch it. Even if you're interested in the story, again, you need to, like, set your mind up for it's going to be wild. Right. Because it's wild. But if you're able to get beyond that, regardless of how you feel about it, and watch it for the story that is unfolding... Uh, you will see that it is compelling, at least in my opinion, because it's uh, I I think it's written pretty well. Yeah, and I second that. And go grab the comic. I'm a big supporter of uh, buying comics. Um, well, with that being said, you know, be sure and follow us on Twitter at the LMG Podcast. You know, League of Melanated Gentlemen. Uh, be sure and check us out on YouTube as well. Like, subscribe, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. We're at the League of Mennonated Gentlemen podcast, you know, on YouTube. Um, yeah, you know, be sure and leave comments if you ever want. We ever have a topic topic you want to talk about, let us know there. Um, and and really, yeah. like, if you if there's something you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do Yeah, we'll do we'll do our homework on you know something you want to talk about, unless it's something crazy, and I ain't doing it. But I'll well, I mean, you just it. like if I probably ain't doing it though. I mean, if they if they want us to talk about conspiracy theories, if if that's what the fans want, we can probably make that happen. We give them, we give the fans what they need. Okay, all right. Well, we're never duplicated. Always appreciated, and forever melanated. Mm-hmm.